In a way, aren't we all Spartacus? It's Flicks in That with Steve Newell. Good afternoon, Steve Newell. Good afternoon. Uh, now, what do we, what do we, what should we be watching? Well, uh, it's Wednesday today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've almost put myself back together, almost fully composed my brain again mm-hmm. after going to the Stardome on Saturday night. Oh, you've been to it. I went to Zizzy. Oh, yes. And uh, I can report that Zizzy is well worth the trip to Stardome. Mm-hmm. Uh, pun intended. This is uh, Simon Ward and Jess Johnson's. Animated psychedelic musical odyssey. Yes. Uh, I lay back in the stardom chair, looked kind of at a 45 degree angle towards the ceiling, mm-hmm. and got guided through quite a journey. Yes. Not really much narrative to speak of. There's mm. sort of like some sort of thematic stuff that happens, but you're really just kind of on this forward momentum through a uh, wonderful environment that is, on the one hand, uh, CG rendered. Um, it's on a dome screen. It's not in three. Your eyes don't. It's not three D literally, but you kind of perceive it having depth because it's a dome. But in the, on the other hand, all the textures are mosaics. You can see what you can see the felt pen textures of them. So it's a mix of Jess's hand drawn animation and Simon's mm-hmm. uh, hand drawn illustration and Simon's animation. Um, it's really effective, and uh, at the at the duration that it has, it kind of uh, leaves you wanting a little bit more. Um, I spent quite a lot of time sitting there. The dome kind of wraps around your peripheral vision, mm. um, while your attention is directed mostly kind of in front of you. And there's, I think there's a few little focus things they do to make you look at particular things. Well, it's sort of hard to pick up on whether that was happening or whether I was just imagining it. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I'd find myself kind of like scanning the whole horizon of the dome because it's just trippy. Yes. It was really, really good. Um, it was a full house for the first showing. Um, really interesting mix of people there, quite a diverse group. There's like mm-hmm. some dads and sons and there's some art crowd. Yeah, I just imagine art crowd. But yeah, you but think it's really, re- really diverse. So, yeah. so what I'd say is um, that all points to maybe not coming in too hot uh, to the stardom if you're yes. if you're feeling like you need to warm up to the screening. And le- yeah, warming up to the screening probably isn't a bad idea, but mm. um, you will find yourself... Uh, in a foyer that is an educational institution, yes, uh, possibly surrounded by some children. Okay. So uh, plan ahead accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I really dug this. Stardom has added some more sessions to this. It was uh, a limited season already, um, so, so they're not really uh, there's not really much of an opportunity to muck around. But there's more screenings on uh, this weekend um, and the following weekend. The screenings on the 17th of December have uh, artist Q&As accompanying them, um, and they've added a few more screenings on the 13th, 15th, and 19th, but it sounds like the next couple of weeks is the time you need to get out there and see it. Would you say it's potentially the buzziest thing that'll be shown at the Stardome in, say, the next six months? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hands down. Okay. Um, oh, no, they do a Pink Floyd laser light yeah, show. Yeah, but... So... I did notice in the schedule there's um, maybe we've missed that opportunity maybe it's tonight Uh, uh, don't quote me on this but I did find one night where you could go to Zizzy have a one hour break and then come back and do Do the Pink Pink Floyd do Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon yes Buzzy show so you know 
You can kill on an outbreak. You could, you could uh, hit the top. You could walk up to the top of One Tree Hill and oh, back. You're, you're suggesting a far more mobile and energetic experience. I tell you what. I was just thinking, like, maybe go down to that little kid's train that's at the playground. <laughs> no. Do a few spins around. No, walk up to the top and have a little tutoroony. A little tutoroony. Oh, yeah. Oh, Different yeah. elms, though. Oh, yeah. The what? Nothing? Oh, yeah. Great view up there. Mm. Walk back down. Oh, yeah. Another great view. Okay, well, look, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Um, and yes, so look, just remember what I said about not coming in too hot, though, because think okay. of the kids. Well, the walk, mate. Yeah, good. Um, so that's Zizzy, that's at the start home. Uh, we'll probably start, well, I'll, I'll probably stop hammering on about that soon, but uh, I'm flush from the experience. There's all sorts of like weird creatures and psychedelic you got on a got like a psychedelic hydroslide at one point it's all it's all in the first it's all on the first person perspective so you're moving through this environment um you're kind of pulled by this motion that motion will increase and decrease at certain points mm. but you can't just go on a little journey yes it's nice to just wow. lie back and go on a bit of a journey amazing um so check that out uh in a completely um different uh mode much less passive um it was my privilege and pleasure to attend the New Zealand TV Awards last night. Okay, cool. Um, that uh, celebrates the year in television for local productions um, held down at Viaduct Events Centre. And um, the first thing I'd like to commend the organisers on is a very uh, uh, informed and uh, planning ahead approach to alcohol. They had to get through something like 38 awards on their night. Mm -hmm. And I'm presuming you've had the same experience that I've had over the years in this... Uh, uh, dirty, uh, grubby old music business where you go to an awards and um, the audience, the, the crowd gets lost very early on and the host yeah. can never get them back. Yes. Lots of yammering away, yeah. lots of drunken rudeness. Mm. And last night they uh, they divided the awards into three sections that bring mm -hmm. presenters out. The presenters would just smash through six awards at a time mm -hmm. uh, and then the, they'd, they'd close the bar during the awards time. Yep. So it was a pretty respectful room. Okay. Um, and also uh, the host, Kota Forrester, was rad. So um, if you're out there planning any awards, Great close MC. the bar, whip through the awards, get Kota Forrester. On the other hand, though, I was thinking last night, on the topic of coming in hot, it didn't seem like there'd been a huge amount of uh, pre-partying going on. Um, that's the other thing. Uh, you head along to an award show, people are too boozed and you cut them off from the bar. Crowd turns that way as well. So... Spare a thought for your event organisers. Mm -hmm. um, spare a thought for the woman who had to run up to the stage and make some alterations to the uh, stairs that were delaminating and turning into a trip hazard. Um, but uh, yeah, by and large, great great night for celebrating uh, local. Who tally. walked away with the top, the top accolade? Well, one of the awards was public voted. This was the award for television personality of the year. And uh, you'll be very happy to know, John, that this award was won by Below Deck Down Under star Aisha Scott. I haven't. Do you know what? I love Below Deck, but I haven't seen her season. I need to watch it, don't I? I think you probably do. Um, she uh, was a really great presence at the event last night. Incredibly friendly. Uh, uh, great dress with. Um, she kind of, it was like the sequined version of something you might operate the Barbie with. It had like a painted on figure in a bikini on top of the dress mm -hmm. in the same sort of way that a dad might have a really tacky apron that does the same yeah. thing if you, yeah. if you get the drift I'm with you um, if, I'm, if I can quote Dominic if I can misquote Dominic Corey I think that how he described her um, appearances in Below Deck 
uh, is making her... He loves her, Below Deck, eh? He loves Below yeah. Deck. I th- I'm pretty sure the description was that she is the uh, New Zealander who is most famous and is also known for being a New Zealander. That, yes. That her New Zealandness is so central to her mm. on-screen persona that it's not yep. like, oh, who's that? Actor and the boys. Oh, it turns out they're actually a New Zealander. Yeah, yeah I know. Um, so um, he he considers her a great ambassador for uh, for our culture. Oh, and good on you. Last night, I, oh, I, yes. I tend to agree. Um, another fantastic cultural ambassador recognised last night was Oscar Kitely, who won the oh, yeah. 2023 TV Legend Stone Award. Cold Classic as well. Just Stone Cold. Oh, ridiculous career: theatre, mm. comedy, writing, di- directing, acting. Yeah, yep. uh, it's quite mad. Um, I think he's just 50, so quite quite young to be picking up a uh, Legend Award. And, you know, he uh, he told the audience last night that he, he accepted this as, as encouragement and motivation for his future. Thanks for helping out a, a budding young That's nice. budding young fella. Yeah. Um, so a really good feel-good feel event, uh, slight degree of dustiness, um, job well done. Awesome. What else, Steve? Is that it? Well... We're going to go from this kind of like party ebullience to uh, the show that I have been watching this week called Unwanted. Um, there's many ways that a show called Unwanted could go. This is uh, a drama that takes place on the Mediterranean Ocean. The title re- probably refers to the shipwrecked migrants that get picked up by a 5,000 passenger cruise liner, but it might also um, metaphorically uh, be about the thoughts and feelings that uh, Western rich people don't want to yes. have when they think about the migrant issue. Yes. Um, so uh, we see at the very start of this uh, series that a bunch of people are huddling uh, on a beach um, getting picked up by a small boat, quite terrified. Uh, one of them doesn't want to go, scared of the ocean. And a chap tells her that, um, you know, we're leaving for Italy now. If you stay here, you're going to die. Turns out they're fleeing Libya. And, um, you know, while it's a catastrophe that their ship catches fire on the ocean being picked up by a cruise liner, they think they are on track to make it to Europe. Um, all have been tortured, all face certain death if they return to Libya. It's, it's, it's pretty heavy in its setup. Um, but one of the really uh, good things about this series is that it takes a bunch of time to set it up. Eventually tensions will come to a head on the ship and it will take on some thriller components but it spends its first few episodes just building these two ensembles up the the migrants themselves and um, the passengers on board the ship the director of the series is uh, the director of the film downfall um, i haven't come across a um, memeable moment yet like uh, the hitler's bunker youtube mm-hmm. but uh, you know, there might be one in there somewhere um, enjoying this halfway through uh, enough to recommend that you start checking it out um finding it so far a really humanising uh, account of the migrant experience. And it's one that's actually uh, based on a non-fiction, uh, non-fiction book by an Italian journalist who spent four years undercover as an illegal migrant around North Africa and the Mediterranean. He posed as a Kurdish refugee uh, and just did the circuit. Documented the whole... Did the circuit. So... Um, uh, the, he has a, uh, a credit in the show. It's not a direct adaptation of this non-fiction work, but it clearly is drawing upon many of the personal accounts and yes. circumstances that he oh, found man. along the way. Um, it's a, look, it's it's not not heavy, but um, yeah. it's not a gloom fest. Like there's uh, you know there's a narrative propulsion taking it along as well. Mm. It's not it's not um, it's not constantly sitting in people's pain. Okay. Um, it's from uh, one of the showrunners of Gamora as well, for a bit of kind of comparison. So a European international co-production 
um, with some yeah interesting things it's had to say so far about migrants. All right. Steve. I mean, we live in an increasingly nationalistic and neo-fascist world, John. Mate, it is, it's a fucking travesty what's happening over there. I mean, yeah. I guess everywhere, but yeah, it yeah. sucks. Yeah. yeah. All right, mate. So that's Unwanted. Um, uh, hammered on about Zizi and isn't a good awards fun. Thank you, Steve. See you next week. Real auteurs use star wipes. That was Flicks and That on 95BFM.